You search for months and finally find it. The perfect home. You are so thrilled you can hardly breathe, but you intuitively know you better play cool. You can't let the seller know how you feel, so you act disinterested and appear to walk away. In his best-selling book, How to Swim with the Sharks Without Being Eaten Alive, Harvey McKay says this is the time to pick up the phone and send in a clone. A clone, you say? What's that? A clone is a friend you ask to go look at the house, make a low offer, and negotiate the seller's eyeballs right out. Round after round, offer after counteroffer, your friend bargains like a ferocious bear. Then, once he ratchets that seller down to the lowest possible price, your friend walks away cold, making it crystal clear that this seller's price is still way too high. Now, look at the advantage you've gained. You learn the seller's real bottom line. You deal with a softened-up seller who just lost a buyer. You are perfectly positioned to make your very best deal. It's bold. It's aggressive. But is sending in a clone really unfair? Sellers play games from day one. Their list price is never their real price. Even when you make an offer, their counteroffer is rarely their lowest price. And all those other bids and interested buyers that suddenly materialize when you show interest? Yeah, right. The fact is that every seller's singular goal is to figure out how to make you pay the highest possible price for the home, even if that price is unfairly too high. So why is it wrong for you to send in a clone to flesh out the truth? Today's bottom line from Swim with the Sharks, when you are buying a big-ticket item like a home, a car, or an expensive rug, you just may want to call up a friend on the phone and send in a clone. Rapid-fire books. When you're hungry for knowledge but starved for time, this is Greg Haig. Thanks for listening.